everybody, and welcome to That's Life, where I feel like Nahum Siegel when I say, back to school, back to work we go. Yeah, you don't really hear that on a Thursday, but there are so many schools already back in session that I felt it was appropriate. Good morning, everybody, and thanks for listening. I'm Miriam L. Wallach, host of That's Life here at the Nahum Siegel Network and the head of social responsibility at Cross River. You can find me here every Thursday, right after Allison and right before Yussi's live lunch. Yes. It is back to school time, I think. I mean, I'm, I'm a little bit confused by the calendar right now, which really shouldn't be that confusing. But, like, next week, that's it. Everybody's in full swing. This morning, actually, when I was out for a run, I passed a bunch of students with their knapsacks on, and I was sort of wondering, like, it's still August in New York. People are back to school, but... Students were showing up, much to my surprise, and I'm sure much to their chagrin. Um, unfortunately, as as we've all heard, there the the network, and I should say the family, the extended family of the network, um, suffered a tremendous tragedy when Tani and Ruthie Pollock lost their son Ezra last week. Um, there's been a tremendous outpouring of support for the Pollock family. Um, certainly everyone here at the network has been doing, you know, whatever we can and whatever there is to do to support the Pollock family. If you are interested, um, in supporting them as well, there is a chesed opportunity, which is, um, open to the public. You can certainly be in touch with me, Miriam at NahumSiegel.com for more information. But, uh, to Yoni and Haley, who have been tremendous sources of support for their brother and sister-in-law and for their family and to the entire Pollock family, as we like to say here at the Nachum Siegel Network, may we share smachot. Let's do the national holidays, folks. It's the beginning of September. Okay. Uh, it's the beginning of September. And with that, today is one of my favorite days. Why? Because it's National No Rhyme or Reason Day. So basically, you get to do anything and for no rhyme or reason. But more importantly, of course, it's Random Acts of Kindness Day or Be Kind Day. That's right. It's also in, in February, and there's also a Friday in November. But September 1st is Random Acts of Kindness Day or Be Kind Day. So guess what? Go out there, take a quarter, put it in somebody's meter, do something that is a random act of kindness for someone else, in hopes that, number one, it just makes their day, and number two, they'll do a random act of kindness for someone else. I mean, isn't that what we keep talking about? Isn't that all about not, not, about Nahum's chesed campaign? Let's go out and do random acts of kindness in this month of Elul, in this September. Let's start out, you know, our September month doing random acts of kindness for other people, not just because it's today's national holiday, but because it's just a great idea. It's just a wonderful, wonderful day. It's also, by the way, International Toy Testing Day. Now, the only reason I'm mentioning this, not because I imagine too many people are participating in toy testing operations, but because I got the weirdest email from somebody who wanted to know if we wanted to test new toys that were available for the school year on the air. And I just remember... It was a throwback, uh, somebody's already smiling, it was a throwback to another show from a long time ago that we did at a school where they wanted to show us the, I think it was robots that the students had created. And we kept on trying to explain, this is before we did everything with video or on Facebook or, or Instagram Live or anything. And we kept on trying to explain to them, guys, 
there, there's no visual medium here. This is radio. It's not going to translate. It's not going to translate. You have to see it. As much as Nahum can explain it and describe it and be excited about it, and he will be, it's still a visual, you know, it, it still needs a visual component that we're not providing. And, oh, no, they knew better. <laughs> they knew better. And so they did this whole segment. And, uh, yeah, it. Uh, well, I'll put it to you this way. The failure of the segment was not on Nahum. Never was it. Never is it. But, frankly, with this one, I mean, we we did our best to explain it to them. But, yeah, you can't, you can't have robotics translate on the radio. Just doesn't work. Let's do the let's do the the fortune cookie. I think I actually may nosh on this fortune fortune cookie after the show is over. I like a good vanilla. Is this a vanilla? Would you call this a vanilla fortune cookie? Plain, original. I don't like those marble ones. What are you putting chocolate in there? That is so wrong. Okay, fortune it is. Doing the best at this moment puts you in the best place for the next moment. That is a good. September 1st fortune. I love this, especially as we introduce our guest. You're listening to That's Life here at the Nahum Siegel Network. Heroes to Heroes, heroes to heroes.org is an organization which is not foreign to our listenership here at the Nahum Siegel Network. In fact, we've been keeping tabs on them for many, many years. Judy Isaacson Elias joins us. She is the founder of Heroes to Heroes. She's actually out of state at the moment, but she is calling in remotely because there are some great updates with this organization. Judy, good morning. Morning. How Thank are you? Thank you for having me. Are you kidding? It's our pleasure. I sort of feel like this was an introduction that that one of the best introductions that I've gotten or that I got through my years here at the Nahum Siegel Network when Nahum and I, I mean, how many years ago was it that we first attended a Heroes to Heroes breakfast, kick off breakfast before a trip of vets, U.S. vets headed to Israel? Do you remember what year that was? I think it was 2013, 14, could it have been? It very well could have been. It very well could have been. But kudos to you that that even through corona, even through a pandemic, here you are to talk about the growth of the organization. But let's backtrack a second for those people who are either new listeners or need a refresher. Remind everyone what Heroes to Heroes is. Okay. Heroes to Heroes provides spiritual healing and peer support for American combat veterans who have attempted suicide due to moral injury. And our veterans, you know, it's also, you know, what's interesting is we have Israeli veterans, IDF veterans who join our teams when, you know, I'm going to get into it in a second. And it helps them almost as much as it helps the American veterans. So let me go into a little bit of what this all means right and explain Um, to and just explain to us what moral injury is okay moral injury is caused by someone who is when you take an act when you actually make an act do an act or you don't you choose not to to do an act that causes horrific outcomes okay so for example um a soldier is in the field and he hesitates to take a shot and his buddy gets killed mm. or he takes a shot and there's collateral damage 
with a civilian. Mm. So either way, there's tremendous guilt and it, you know, and it can even be, um, you know, there are many horrific things that go on through war right. with children. And it may be just being told that he or she, that soldier has to walk away and they come home. They begin to think about it. They feel for the most part, people who are dealing with moral injury, the best way it was described to me is they don't feel like they're part of the human race. <laughs> and so they isolate themselves. They turn to alcohol. They turn to drugs. They break up every relationship with all their good friends and family. They don't feel deserving of anything good in life. And very often, if not untreated, it ends in suicide. The challenge with treating this is there are very few practitioners who are who are trained to treat moral injury or even identify it. So it's put under this title of PTS, PTSD, and they're told, go for this therapy, go for that therapy, take these drugs and, you know, basically shut up and sit in the corner. And moral injury is really about the break, the breaking down of the soul. Wow. And when I started, you know, back in 2009, I went to visit our soldiers in, in Walter Reed and I saw the look in their eyes. I started learning about the suicide rate that at the time the DOD was reporting at 22 today, it's 17, you know, the veterans I work with would tell me it's probably 30. <laughs> uh, and, I said, why would anyone be driven to this point? You know, at my my periods of self-destruction when I was a teen, which actually led me to Heroes to Heroes, I, that never occurred to me. What is it? And I started looking at suicide. And if you dig into the research and go deep, deep, deep into the research, suicide comes down to People feel as if they don't belong. They've lost faith. They're disconnected. And in this case, they feel 80% of our participants will, will report that they feel God wishes they were dead. Oh. Okay. So how do you get up in the morning if the person who, the, the person, the being who create what, you know, God has told, you know, doesn't want you here and you don't feel you should be part of the human race. You don't deserve it. So what Heroes to Heroes, our whole mission is to set out to write this, to help heal their souls. Well, how do you take someone who feels that they're not deserving? Now, I have been told by the experts who are doing have just completed some research on our program. That, you know, for the, the average person, there's really no key to faith. We've lost those keys in this country. If faith isn't practiced in the house, if they're not brought to church or synagogue or their mosque, there's no key. And for a veteran returning with this kind of pain and guilt, there is no key at all to faith. But what the research has found is that Heroes to Heroes has found that key to faith. Wow. And one of the ways we've found it 
is through this 10-day journey to Israel. Now, our in the 10 days, the veterans get to experience their faith in an unashamed manner. Mm. And that's key. When they land in Israel, the, we'll hear within the first 24 hours, if God didn't want me alive, I wouldn't be here. Mm. He wouldn't have brought me here. And that's when we start seeing the change. Wow. And we're a curriculum-based program. The program started as a journey to Israel. It morphed into a one-year spiritual healing program that was all curriculum-based. And now we've expanded it to 28-month program that starts with identifying goals. You know, why are you here? Why did you reach out to Heroes to Heroes? What would you like to, what would you like to fix? Mm. And we help then help them identify their values. You know, many of them were mar- are married to the same people they were married to before they were deployed. And they come back and everything looks different. Right. Well, their values have changed. Their perspective has changed. So we help them understand that, that it's not their spouse has changed. They're the ones who have changed. And, and how do you identify those values? And, and, how do you, and how do you reconnect with your family? Right. And that part of it is through that identification. Who am I now? How can I explain this to them? Because what's going on with many of these veterans is they don't really understand what's going on. Right. They can't put it into words. All they know is I don't feel part of this. I don't deserve this. We hear I don't deserve, I don't deserve, I don't deserve. We hear that all day. Oh. And so what our program works to do is help them navigate through that. So the first eight months of team building, goal setting, values understanding, and then giving them tools to navigate the civilian world. You know, why am I standing on the line at Target and I'm so angry because one person is taking too long that I feel like I just want to, you know, scream and run out of there. Mm. How do I manage that? So we, we work on some tools. And as and then yes. so, yeah, just as a uh, just to jump in for a second, and as part of the curriculum, where does the Israel trip fit in? Where does it fit in within that full? Like, is that the beginning, the middle, the end, okay. the culmination? It's in the middle. Oh, so it's in the actual the nine, ninth month of the program, so it's kind of towards the beginning, but there's a whole year of really focus focusing on spirituality. Um, they have written assignments every month and, you know, questions are, you know, assignments can be write a letter to God. Oof. And that's something that we all should probably do. Hmm. Okay. What do you think God thinks of you now? Answering that question. We're getting into the Yom Narayim. I mean, we're, it's, these are the questions we, you know, I, because I do this, I ask myself, you know, where am I with, where am I with Hashem? But those are the questions that they answer. And when it's written down, it's extremely, extremely powerful. And so each month they have a different assignment that helps them, that helps keep that faith experience, that connection that they found in Israel, helps keep it with them. 
And so when, you know, about 99% of the veterans are of Christian faith, when they go to church for Christmas, they're, they're looking at it and saying, wait, I was there. Mm. I was there in Bethlehem. And it's a different experience. And all of a sudden it brings it home and they have things to talk about. And the holidays become a positive thing again. Wow. For them, it's not that dreading it. It's wow, I can tell, wow, I was there. I was, you know, in Bethlehem and now I can tell everybody all about it. And they still have um, months, they still have months of the program after they return to Israel, I guess to to make sure that the that the that the trip to Israel is not the culmination, but it's the pinnacle and then how do we build from there? Am I getting that right? Right. How do we build and how do we reinforce? Mm. So um, the whole year after that journey to Israel is all about keeping that faith connection, bringing it home, bringing it to their children, uh, bringing it to their family, and keeping them at that level. You know, our research shows that just the journey alone to Israel, a year later, they're still they're they're still thriving. Wow. So we want to, you know, I'm the type of person, okay, the outcomes were phenomenal. How do we make them even more phenomenal? Mm. And a big thing that they need to have once they, they heal their soul is they need to reintegrate into the community. So after the year of spirituality, they be, they write their life plan. Wow. And what am I going to do now? I'm on disability or I'm getting off disability, whatever it is they're deciding. But being on 100% disability when you're 33 years old, what are you going to do for the next 50 years? Right. How are you going to live a meaningful life? How are you going to be an example for your children? Mm. So we work on that life plan. And one of the reasons I'm in Milwaukee is I'm on a task force, White House task force, to bring veterans into the trucking industry. And so we're looking at a lot of opportunity. What are things you can do where you can make $100,000 a year without having to you know, deal with going back to school or going to school for the first time with a brain injury. What are things we can do to help you support your family and live a meaningful life? And so that's what the goal is. And we have an, after that, we have an alumni program that they're welcome to stay on till they're 120 mm. and just to have that support when you have a tough day. You have buddies. Wow. Unbelievable. Heroes to Heroes.org. We're joined today on That's Life by Judy Isaacson Elias, who's the founder of this incredible organization. They have a trip launching, mm -hmm. leaving this Sunday, actually. Happy Labor Day to how many vets? 17? To um, 14. 14 all women's vets trip, U.S. vets to Israel. Will they be meeting only with, with women, with female vets when they arrive yes. in Israel? They have female vets who will be joining them, female IDF vets. And I just want to say that, um, if I can mention it, that we have a wonderful, wonderful sponsor of our team who just cross River Bank. They have really, really taken um, our veteran program, our, you know, our vets into their hearts and their community. 
Um, and the biggest blessing we have about working with Cross River is not only do we get to meet employees in New Jersey, but we get to meet employees in Israel. And our veterans feel such a love and strength from that experience with a bank, you know, who, you know, they, you know, the, the feeling they have is, you know, banking, the banking world isn't really open to them. Right. Um, and here, something that's seen, you know, industry that seemed to, to them as so cold is reaching out and saying, we care, wow. we're here. And not only do they care, but they're showing up. Yeah. And employees are coming to see them off and have some pizza with them and get to know them. And we were so blessed in March when um, another team was leaving, a, a male team was traveling, and we had employees of Cross River come and just, and they talked about it the whole time. And then we met employees of Cross River in Israel and they said, wow, this, this company cares so much for us. Why? And they couldn't understand it, but they loved it. It's amazing. And sometimes it's not to understand. It's just to accept. It's just the giving and to accept. And it helps validate their journey, their pain, and the gives them that reminder of why they joined the military. Mm. When an American company says, we just care and we're going to come on a Sunday afternoon <laughs> in the middle of a holiday weekend because we just want to say hi. And we're not getting paid. This is our time off. And we're just coming because we care about you. It is such a huge deal. So we're so grateful to all the people at Cross River for their support and love of genuine love of our veterans. Because it feels, you know, it's one thing to write a check. It's another thing to show up. <laughs> and it's really hard to get in the car and go. And I know, you know, we all... I would look at, you know, dinners. I would get invitations all over and I'd go, okay, I don't know the honorees. I pick up. <laughs> but, you know, here we are. I'll send a check. I don't have to go. Right. But here we are in the middle of a holiday weekend. And, I, you know, I, we were just talking about how much to order. And, you know, <laughs> it looks like it's expanding. And we're, it's so exciting. Yeah, well, so I can, we really appreciate that. I know, um, you know, on behalf of everyone at Cross River, not only do we know you appreciate, we, if, we feel the appreciation. And I, I want you to know that. And it's something that this is, this is an organization we are so proud to be affiliated with and to be able to support. Um, and, um, and it's, it's a conversation that we've had here at the network so many times about the unbelievable work that we've been exposed to through a variety of organizations, but also, you know, the, the hole in our hearts for our U S vets and of course our, our IDF brethren, um, and everything that they do and how, even when this the day of service stops, they don't stop serving because their lives have been completely changed in order to save ours. And it's something never to take for granted, never. And so if this is something that we can do to support our vets here and there, trust me when I tell you, my colleagues here and my colleagues in Israel are so proud to be able to be part, even if this is the part, any part, of Heroes to Heroes, because it really is such an incredible organization. And Judy, only with a couple of minutes left, I want to make sure that people know how to reach Heroes to Heroes. And if you have a hero 
if you have a vet that you want to nominate or you want to, uh, you know, submit an application for, how does somebody do that? Okay, go please go to our site at heroes to heroes.org. It's H E R O E S T O H E R O E S dot org. Um, we are, you know, we work with veterans. If you know a veteran who is just not coming out of his or her home, mm. and generally we hear through clergy, through family members, children even call us. Um, those are the people we're looking for. And there's such a need. We have over 600 on our waiting list. Wow. And they go through, yes. And now that we've had a team in Israel and they post on social media, the applications come in. I'm at the American Legion convention. Applications are coming in. There's so many people in need. Mm. So many of our veterans, you know, so many don't make it. Right. And so, you know, I always tell people, you know, you know, Please don't miss out on helping them. They desperately, desperately need your help. Yeah, to be able to effectuate change in the life of a vet is is a reward that you will experience and enjoy for a lifetime. Judy, I want to thank you so much. I know that I'm like catching you in between sessions and and you're you're we have a complicated schedule, but I so appreciate the time and and um, and everything that you do for our vets on behalf of everyone who gets to watch this organization grow. I thank you. Thank you, Miriam. Absolutely. My pleasure. And take care. You too. Bye-bye. You're listening to That's Life here, or you've listened to That's Life here at the Nahum Siegel Network. My thanks to Judy for joining me again. More information about Heroes to Heroes is at heroestoheroes.org. A full afternoon of programming continues here at the Nahum Siegel Network. Don't touch that virtual dial. Yes, he's why host the live lunch coming up in just a few moments. And of course, Throwback Thursday at one o'clock, the encore of uh, JM Rewind at 4 p.m. And then at 7 p.m., the Art of Shabbos show hosted by Mark Zamek, brought to you by our friends at Kedem at 7 p.m., the Arab Shabbos show. Tomorrow morning, join Nachum as he hosts JM and the AM, joined by Malcolm Holmline at 7.40 in the morning. And then, of course, a full day of programming. What is wrong with me today with my teeth? A full day of programming continues here until candlelighting here in the New York area. Matze Shabbos, Avrami hosts Saturday Night Seagull starting at 9 p.m. Eastern time. Matis! The marathoner himself, 7 a.m. J.M. Sunday. Don't miss it for a second. We close today with a new single by Yonatan Shainfeld called Regaim. That's life, everybody. Bye, guys. Thank you.